Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in bitterness. We like it. I'm Summer White, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, I want you to know that if we were both toys that belonged to the same kid, I would treat... Sandy? (laughs) Randy? Randy. I would... Andrew? (laughs) Any kid. Oh, it could be... No, wait, what was her name in Toy Story 3? What was her name? Oh, I don't remember the name of the little girl. I oh, know Andy, of course. I should know this because I've watched it a bunch of times. Um, but anyway, if we belong to the same kid, I want you to know that I would treat you like Woody treated Buzz in Toy Story 3 and not Toy Story 1. Oh, Like, for sure. Not Toy Story 1. We I would not friends. be Toy Story 1, Woody. <laughs> we would be Toy Story 3, Woody and Buzz. Oh, And that's for sure. And what was her name? I'm looking it up right now. Okay. I have to know. I did watch it like three times last week or so. Bonnie. 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 Rhymes with Andy? Ronnie. Ronnie. (laughs) Anyway, I know that for sure. So you were thinking Toy Story 3 already. I was. But I was thinking all the other Toy Stories. I just love Toy Story 3 so much. It's it's good. It was a good little wrap up. I don't appreciate that they're going to do another one. No, that should have been the end. And I don't appreciate that they're doing like Cars 14. Right. And I'm just... Well, because then that puts... So the reason why I think they continued Cars is for merchandising reasons. Well, I don't appreciate it. Right. Exactly. So we don't appreciate that. So I... We don't want Toy Story to become no. another Cars. I never wanted Cars to become no. the way it is now. No. I don't even... I wasn't even really crazy about the first one, but... Right. Anyway. <clears throat> well, you're right. I am I am Joy, and uh, I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer White. And Summer, um, you'll take this as a compliment. Oh, okay. You are completely lacking in pretense. <laughs> Well, that's accurate. <laughs> but I mean it as a compliment. I know, some, people sure. some people wouldn't. Some people wouldn't. But people are going to be like, that's true. Does Joy not really like you? Or, <laughs> or they'll understand that they right. think I'm a bull in a china shop already. Right. That's I okay actually appreciate it, though, quite a lot. I appreciate that in other people. Right. Too. So I get that. Yeah. So anyway, a couple weeks ago, we did an episode... Uh, that was strange yeah. and um, we got all positive reviews like even the people that didn't like it were like you know this was weird but like I really appreciate that you're playing up with like you're changing your format and you're playing with how you do your show and I'm just like so right can we do any wrong other than the background music <laughs> right. which I'm not stopping by the way <clears throat> yeah nobody likes that background music I do. What I like it. I and actually, it. some people do, but some people just really, really dislike it. They don't it. like it, and I 
don't know what to tell you. I feel like it's a very normal part of many podcasts. So I don't. It's a normal part of our podcast. I never thought it would be anything that anyone. Number one complaint. Number one complaint after your episodes are too short. And our episode, I mean, have they've been a getting lot longer, longer. So we don't get that one. No. Anymore. But anyway, uh, so we, I think we asked each other a, a, a question in our betwixt two fully foliages 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 which i think foliage is it's one of those things that's also Foli- plural foliage so we don't wouldn't even need to say foliage foliages <laughs> but <laughs> it was just too perfect i, I mean we could betwixt two foliage <laughs> that doesn't sound right no no and we break the rules around here that's what we do bitterness <laughs> <laughs> anyway we mentioned in that very strange episode um which was obviously if you didn't get it a rip off of between two ferns yeah. and if you didn't get that then you're probably over the age of 40 or under the age of or unfortunately haven't been exposed to zach galifianakis right and i you should because some of them are some of them are like great Bust a gut. Yeah. Laughter. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah. we asked each other in that question, in that episode, what do you think? I can't remember how we phrased it exactly, but it was, I think you said your question was, what do you think is the number one issue that Christian women are facing today? Yes. And we both had different answers. We did. Very different answers. Uh, but I wanted to circle back and ask you about your answer. Right. Because, because that was kind of a silly show. So it, we didn't really get to answer no. it or in any depth or. Mm-mm. But I really liked that both of us had an answer off the top of our head. So it's obviously right. something we've both thought about. Yeah. Because right away I had mine and right away you had yours. And neither of us knew, like, I, you didn't know I was going to ask you that question. Right. Because we wanted to surprise each other because we're just, that's how we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said bitterness. I did. Why? Um, well, it's something that I so so I go to a I like to think solid church, mm-hmm. and I have really good solid God fearing friends, and that extends to the community that's around me. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's something that I see mm. a lot. And I'm not saying all my friends are bitter or anything, but <laughs> right. just like little moments or being a part of a ch- being in churches mm-hmm. um, for so long, you see this a lot. And as a woman, I think hanging out with other women, mm-hmm. you see it a lot. Um, but basically, so bitterness is just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like preceded by sin mm-hmm. and causes sin mm-hmm. and it is it sin, is sin. <laughs> so really just like right it's like this just cake parfait of the, sins. The sin cake <laughs> the sin cake of bitterness right as many layers and it's not bitter tasting no because we enjoy it right <laughs> we go back for helping after helping right um but so i think of it as basically um Bitterness is the emotion that comes from um, perceived unfairness or mm-hmm. that you've been done wrong or maybe a disappointment that your needs aren't being met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's a huge issue because of what I just said, mm-hmm. first of all, um, because 
well, so essentially that emotion will come from your needs not being met. And mm-hmm. I say perceived needs because mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're creating a standard of how God should meet your needs. Mm-hmm. And then you're mad when he doesn't do what you want. Mm-hmm. So it's very, um, there's a lot of conceit mm-hmm. involved. Right. Um, it breeds ungratefulness. Mm-hmm. Um, it breeds resentment towards others and God. I was actually going to ask you, and I'm glad you brought that word up. I, When I was thinking through bitterness, to me, uh, at least in my own experience, right. uh, bitterness is usually a result of resentment. So right. I resent something. Right. Um, I'm holding on to that resentment. And right. if I hold on to the resentment long enough, it just turns into bitterness. Right. right. Well, and then that, and that all comes from um, this standard mm-hmm. that you've, this way of life mm-hmm. or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you've, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. that y- things that you need. Right. And then if people don't, meet those needs or if they don't do the thing that you want or right. God doesn't meet the need that right. you want. Um, and so first, okay. So foundationally it's human centered. Right. I was going to say that like yeah. bitterness is saying I'm the center of this, right. whatever it is. Right. Cause it's you from the very beginning saying these are the things I need and then you don't get them and then you are bitter. Right. And it doesn't just extend to material things. Um, it's not just about having kids, not having kids if you want kids, not having a husband if you want a husband, or not having the cool car that you want when you want that. Right. Um, it extends to love, companionship, um, attention. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets as specific as that person just didn't react the way I wanted them to react or say the thing I wanted them to say. Right. Um, And so it's very human and self-centered. Right. Um, So that it starts out just all bad. (laughs) Right. Because it starts out with me being the centerpiece of how are my needs fulfilled? How can I get what I want? What do I need even? Right. Like you even deciding what you need right. is a serious problem because right. we decide we think we need things all the time that we don't need. And so obviously our response to that would be God's standard right. are the things that you need. And you rely on him to give you the things that you need. Right. It's not about getting what you need from other people mm-hmm. or from yourself. Of course, those things do happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you need a new car, you will work hard and pay for a new car whatever. And so I think that's how we get confused because there are moments where we do, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but ultimately um, bitterness comes from repeated or continual disappointment that you aren't getting something right that you want. Right. Um, And then, I mean, a huge problem with it, like I already said, is that um, it leads to resentment and ungratefulness towards God, especially and to others. Woo. <laughs> um, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's all good. I really like that song. <laughs> Don't be bitter about it, you guys. <laughs> right. Um, and so I really think of, I mean, I, I think that so many things are caused by bitterness. I think that bitterness is really sort of like the ugly counterpart of discontent. Yes. Um, yep. And so, and it's easy to sort of be bitter and not realize it. 
Right. Do you, um, would you say it's because I I've made the statement when we talked about contentment that I think you know in in our our modern times that you know I'm think about Jerry Bridges and his respectable sins. Right. Um, I think maybe part of the reason a lot of us don't realize that we are or we're bitter in our everyday lives is because um, maybe when we see it in others, like you mentioned, seeing it in the church, we're not necessarily right. calling them out for it. So I know like it's not really normal uh, on the topic of contentment to say to an overwhelmed anyone, let's say mom, an overwhelmed mom, you know, Hey, you are always stressed out. Let's talk about that. Right. Um, well, many times wanna... it's internal too. Right. You don't always see. You see just the like the uh, the fruit what comes of it. from it. Yeah. Right. But not the root of it. Right. I didn't mean to rhyme. There you go. That, but <clears throat> anyway, since we're going with all so... of our like farming and produce, I feel so Southern Baptist, like rhyming my points. <laughs> you Very can... clever of you. <laughs> I, I'm not clever. Um, but it's like, it's not, it's not comfortable. It's not kosher to, to say to someone, Hey, like, I think maybe bitterness is something you should think about. Are you bitter about this? Right. Uh, Or because I think a lot of times what our tendency is, is someone will be in a situation that's understandably upsetting. So it's understandable to be upset. Right. They, maybe they're the victim. Maybe they've been wronged. Maybe they're having to continually deal with someone who doesn't treat them how they should right and there's bitterness there and we're not as quick to say hey are you checking your own heart in this situation right or are you holding on to resentment or whatever it is because right. it's just uncomfortable to have that conversation right um i know for me it's like bitterness it's just not something we talk about a lot no um because when people express their problems we often want to help them deal with like the other party or right. the other thing or, okay, so you're always stressed out. Um, how can we manage that? And that's a good question to ask, right. but at the, at the, at the root of always being stressed out is like Nancy Wilson says a disordered heart. Right. So that's the root of the problem. Right. Are you really, do you really have an unmanageable amount of things? Is that really the issue that you have this unmanageable amount of things on your plate right now? Or is your attitude about those things right. really the issue? Right. And so the reason I think it's a huge problem, I mean, especially for women, is because women are very communal. Mm-hmm. And bitterness is a disrupt in female community. Right. It just is. Right. Um, and it prevents you. it prevents you from thinking about people other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it prevents you from really effectively listening and bearing the burdens of another in your church. Right. Um, like, um, like if you're say, for example, um, there are, and I, I've done this before there when a married woman, if she were to come to a single woman and say, and express loneliness and the single woman automatically go, don't you tell me about loneliness? Like, <laughs> right. Don't right, you right, tell right, me right. about loneliness. Right. And it's like, no, you don't, you right. don't get to have that. That's right. not because it's not because, mm-hmm. um, though in your mind, in the mind of a single woman, they may own loneliness. Mm-hmm. 
that's not true. Right. Um, and your bitterness is not with, like you're not even making it about what the person's saying to you. You're not even hearing them say right. loneliness. Right. You're bitter for being single. Right. And it's disrupting and, your ability right. to foster right. a relationship with this person. Yeah. And in that moment, what you're saying to God is, yeah. I'm bitter and I don't owe this person yeah. grace yeah. because you have not given me the same blessings that you've given them. Right. There's a lot of one-upmanship involved right. in bitterness because it is self-centered. So right. you hear someone else say X and you're like, well, here's right. how my X is to the squared. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like right. to and the it goes, 10th power. Yeah. And it always so goes both ways. And isn't that interesting? Isn't that just sort of like proof that it's not really, it's really not about the thing you're talking about. It's about you. Right. Because <laughs> you also, like I just gave the example, that example and vice versa. Right. Like, the married woman says to the single woman or the single woman says, I'm just so stressed right now. Mm -hmm. And the married woman owns stress because right. she has a house full of kids and stuff, you know, and her resentment in that moment is not towards that person. She's making it about her. Right. And because when you, when that's your lens, when your lens right. starts with you and what you're right. dealing with, then obviously it's going to lead to disruption and actually having community. And right. it's, it's leading to disruption in you having, your relationship with God. Right. You're really walling yourself off mm -hmm. and making it impossible mm -hmm. to give for you to give grace, mm -hmm. for you to help another person or mm -hmm. to encourage another person. And it's just very bitterness is like I, 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 it seems cheesy, but imagine like the physical definition of bitterness. Right. Like when something's bitter, it's like, Right. A face. You want to like spit a it gross, out. disgusted face, you know? Right. And so that is the face you make when something's bitter translates in an immaterial way right. to your life. Yeah. And your life is full of bitterness. Yeah. It's ugly. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. it, and and I mean that um for people looking in, mm -hmm. see it that way. Mm-hmm. And chances are you're feeling that way right. when your life is ruled by bitterness. You are right. not feeling right. good. Right. You're not having a happy, joyful life. Right. Because you really are, you're really saying to other people, I know it's best. Mm -hmm. It's about me. Mm -hmm. And then to God, you're saying, I know it's best. It's about me. Right. When ultimately God knows what we need. Right. And he loves us. Right. So he's not quick to withhold things from us right. that we don't need. <laughs> right. Um, and so the real problem is that we, in that moment, we don't understand, first of all, where we stand before God. Right. And we don't understand how God takes care of us. Mm -hmm. We're missing that sort of, um, I would say that, that potentially you're struggling with how God cares for his people and how mm -hmm. he loves people like that that intimacy mm -hmm. there um you probably aren't feeling intimacy with god and you probably mm -hmm. aren't feeling intimacy with the community that you're in but it's not them it's you it's you <laughs> bitterness is a way to ruin yourself right and it can flow from discontentment or jealousy or resentment um, but you know, bitterness is essentially proof that you're the center of the universe. Right. And bitterness says, you know, my needs first, whereas the gospel says others first. Right. Um, which is the root of the problem because right. it's just, it's self oriented. Right. The whole standard, the whole 
So since we're going with like fruit and root and all this stuff, <laughs> the ground that you're growing out of yeah. is of your own construction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not even reality. Right. Most of the time. Right. Right. We think we deserve things all the time that we don't really right. deserve. Right. So it's not a reliable foundation. The ground that all of these little thoughts should have mm-hmm. ought to have, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, it's not even based off of anything real. Right. And so it really bitterness is something when you see bitterness, that means this is not a thing that just develops overnight generally it's not created in a vacuum yeah when you see bitterness that indicates that there has been a prolonged period of you operating in this weird little standard that you created for yourself so you Mm -hmm. created the standard you're operating in it Mm -hmm. and then people aren't obeying according to your standard so like that is Mm -hmm. you know we're talking we're talking a deep Mm -hmm. deep emotional it's lonely Mm -hmm. and i recommend that you Shoe all Shoe bitterness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have it a, really destroys your life. Right. And I think I think the solution, I think the answer for bitterness or resentment is in Philippians two. Um when it says, Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. So when we think about how, uh, you know, Christ humbled himself to the point of a servant. Right. And I mean, you think about all the the man-made religions in the world. None of them include um, a God who actually entered into uh, his creation and became took on their likeness. And so we have a God who did that. Um, and he was humble and he was a carpenter and he was fully God and fully man. And so when we think about um, just how important it is, how central it is to the gospel, how central it is to us looking like Christ, that we humble ourselves and uh, don't make everything about us. I think right. that's like the the antidote. Right. That like if, if that's really your mindset, if your mindset is like Christ uh, in that passage, when your friend comes to you and you're feeling lonely and and they say, oh, I'm so lonely or whatever. Your first thought isn't going to be, well, look at my situation. Right. Look well, how much not worse as lonely I have as it. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're thinking it, in biblically in line with, with uh, what Christ did and, and his work, that's just not how you're going to be thinking. No. And so this just goes back to, uh, obviously, there, there has been a disruption when you've grown bitterness and resentment because you're you're not thinking like god you're you're not putting on that mindset so i i think that for me there's lots of passages about putting others first and and not viewing yourself as the center of the universe but for me thinking about well christ's example was the ultimate humility because god became a man right um so i don't know that's my 10 cents right no and that's i mean really because the bitterness is um a symptom. Right. Yes. There yes. is. I mean, the good news is, is that you can get rid of that symptom by right. attacking the problem. And that would be, yeah, your place before God, your identity in Christ and um, what we're supposed to be doing here. Yes. Um, I would say that God's standard is to know him mm-hmm. to and to be obedient. Yes. Um, 
And so those are two, those are really the two things you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, those are the, really the two things you need. And um, everything else is just, everything else that you get mm-hmm. is awesome. Right. And it, you know, it's, it's a, it's just counted as a blessing. Right. You know, um, and so we want to, we want to view what we need correctly. Right. And not become ungrateful. Right. And bitter. Right. Because really it, it, it's not a, it's not a happy way to live and mm-hmm. it's not a, gl- a God glorifying way mm-hmm. to live to say, well, I want that thing that that other person has. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, like there's just sin all around yep. bitterness. Like if you yeah. see bitterness, covetousness, it is a jealousy, just garden of sin. Yeah. <laughs> like it is just all, yeah, all around. Right. And so that's why I said it was the number one problem. I don't think it's the hardest problem mm-hmm. to overcome. Maybe just um, like the most common, the one yeah. that you see the most. Right. It's very, it's it's common, and um, and it is one of those things that you don't totally realize. Right. That you're doing. Yeah. Because a lot of times it is internal. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't realize necessarily that you're being bitter. And it's mm-hmm. because you're sort of living in this. Mm-hmm. Um, this bitter garden. <laughs> uh, yeah. World that you've created. Right. You've convinced yourself already. By the time you're to bitterness. You've convinced, you convinced yeah. yourself. Yeah. So you may not realize. You didn't let go of the resentment. You didn't right. let go of the jealousy. You right. held on to it. You cultivated it. Right. And now here you are in your, your cute little garden. That's not really cute. Right. That's just full of like, it's like a Tim Burton garden. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would like, but for the sake of this comparison. We're going to say we don't want it. I don't want a Tim Burton garden. I want one in real life. Right, right, right. But if right. I don't need it, I won't resent anyone for not having it. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So... I picked the feminist of the week for the week. You did. I did. And I'm excited to hear who it is. All right. I would like for the feminist of the week to nominate the gender Avengers. And I stumbled upon the gender Avengers on the Twitters recently. And they are just a gold mine. I was looking at the gender Avenger team made up of very. So this is like interesting. A real group of people. This is a real genderavenger.com is a real website and it is um their goal. They they passed the the Bechdel test, which we talked oh, about okay. in our, our BuzzFeed quiz, okay. how feminist are you? Because they're all about making sure that women are represented in the public dialogue. That's what they that's okay. like their what they want to do. They want to make sure um women are represented in the public dialogue. They spell dialogue wrong. But I'm pretty sure they're from Canada, so okay. we'll look it over. So not wrong for them. It's it's wrong. <laughs> um, and there's a. I was looking through the Gender Avenger team, like, okay, who are these people? And this is the first time this has happened to me. And I have read the internet's far and wide regarding feminism and the crazy stuff there is. But I was reading this person's bio, and I started getting really confused because I'm reading it. And it's one person's bio, but literally, they this person is referred to as they. Oh, okay. they blog. That's their they pronoun. They believe it's their pronoun. Like this is the first time in practical application of right. I mean, I've heard all about right. You know, what are your pronouns? Right. They, them, z, z, d, 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 whatever. Right. This girl, she's a woman. I'm pretty sure. I can't be positive from the photos. Pretty okay. sure she's a woman. 
refers herself to herself as they. And yeah. I can't do it. I can't like I'm trying to talk about it right now and I'm like stumbling. Like right. and, and and in Canada it would be illegal for you to miss for me miss to pronoun. to call her her. Um, which should terrify you, actually. I didn't mean to get so serious, but it's <laughs> scary for me to tell you right now that I cannot in Canada you have to refer to her as they. Right. That her one <laughs> singular person uh-huh. as they. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, um, I chose Gender Revender for the Feminist of the Week because when I was reading their about page, uh, they listed this amazing sentence as their mantra. And it's just... It's there as in the collective. The, the or co- just the just, one person. No, 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 no. The gender of Enders. <laughs> <sighs> what, so do you do? what do you do with languages like Spanish where like verbs can be gendered? I've wondered the same know. thing, but I, I don't, don't even know. Here's our mantra. You're not ready. It's so Stephen Furtick, I cannot. <laughs> our mantra. Women as equals will become the norm when it is the norm. Everywhere. Women as equals will become the norm when it is the norm everywhere. Okay. So, like, the sky will be blue when the sky is blue. Everywhere. Everywhere. And um, <laughs> water is wet when, like, water is wet. Everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's right. so so bad. I'm sure they were all very inspired. Oh. And by they, I mean the group of them. <laughs> not not one person. Not the one person. I just, I, mm, you guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're our feminists of the week. Um, That's perfect. I recommend you follow them if you like feeling the desire to bang your head on the table. If you don't like that feeling, don't follow them. <laughs> Um, I do it so you don't have to. You're welcome. Right. In a way, I am also a superhero. <laughs> Not a gender avenger, but no. a superhero. And you are just fine with being called her. You can, yes. I'm also good with... Now, Sheologians <laughs> likes to be referred to as they or them. <laughs> Because we're two people. Yes, there are two of us. But if there's just one of us in the room, you, may you re- can call us her You or may she. refer to us in the singular. That's fine. That's right. like the general rules and accepted rules of language. And we're not trying to change them. No. Here at Sheologians. So you can call us that. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. We actually are super. We're like really pronouny aren't we we are she is in our name intentionally mm-hmm. and we intentionally put the she or her in mm-hmm. something we're super pronouny you guys <laughs> and for it i'm all for it oh yeah properly proper yeah. Pro- you know yep. proper pronouns are, are a great thing they are they're wonderful and i don't believe in changing them but anyway all right well that's it that's my feminist of the week i like it yeah i mean i don't it okay that was a pronoun <laughs> i wasn't calling anyone I like it, you. I'm just confused about how to talk. I don't know. I don't know. And so how I'm to, just not going to worry about it. No, don't worry about it. Just do the normal, do the normal thing. <laughs> um, and if you guys can hit us up on Patreon, we've got some vlogs going on. You know, huh? if they've been following our advice, mm-hmm. then seriously, no one is drinking any water this <laughs> summer. <laughs> 
because we told you guys to think about partnering with us on Patreon every every time, time you, you think, drink you drink water. water. Yes, and so I I can tell that some of you have done that. Some of you have, or have continued to do it. You yes. are already yes doing it, and so now when you drink water, you're like, mm, yeah, I can mm, think about that. And I already did it. Well, Checked off the list. Already done. I love it. Um, actually, but new- actually, I'm concerned mm-hmm. that some of you guys are you're not seriously dehydrated. <laughs> you're not taking our advice at all. Seriously, you have been drinking no water. No and it's water. Summertime. So let me just tell you, it mm-hmm. is very important to drink water. Yes. Not other liquids do not have the same hydrating effects as water. No, they may taste more delicious. Yes. But a really good cold bottle of water, the most important, is the way to go. Yes. And while you're drinking that cold bottle of water, you should mm-hmm. consider partnering with us on Patreon. Because that is Be- also necessary if you want us to make it through the summer. Right. Exactly. It helps us continue on yes. with Sheologians. Yes. And you get to see now mm-hmm. content that is not otherwise available. Yes. Um, so if you are one of those people that's like, oh my gosh, I love drinking water and <laughs> I love seeing everything Sheologians puts out, <laughs> then you should partner with us on Patreon. And you really, um, yes. a, not a lot of people could give not a lot of money per month. And um, that just gets us closer and closer to our goal. And we are grateful yes. for everything that has already been given and is being given. That's right. Thank you. Thank That's you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's some new vlogs up for you. And if there's, uh, all the vlogs that I have done have been just questions people have asked us that we, right. we're we not going to dedicate a whole show to. So if there's something you guys want us to cover um, that we haven't covered yet, um, then just shoot us a message or post on Facebook and get our attention with a cute meme. And maybe... We really like voice messages. We too. like... Uh, yeah. Yes. We, we love do. voice messages. So you can leave those. Um, those are always fun and maybe Clementine will respond right. that has happened before that has mm-hmm. anyway you guys that's it for this week we will see you next week see you Change, I can change, I can change, I can change